The Feywild is a land of soft lights and wonder, a place of music, a place of death, a realm of everlasting twilight where deliciously tempered breezes send fat fireflies bobbing through fields and forests. The Witchlight Carnival can get you there. Move quickly if you find it, adventurer, for the eight-year tour is nearly at an end. Something is wrong in the Feywild. A place known as Presphere is under the influence of something else. Restore to right all that has been made wrong. Become the hero you long to be, adventurer. And trust in this. The Witchlight Carnival is so much more than you realize. Welcome to Wizards and Wine, the wild beyond the Witchlight a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. So welcome into Wizards and Wine. Uh, this is the uh, Wild Beyond the Witchlight. Back to the Halifax group this week. Ladies, how, right? how is everybody <laughs> feeling today? Everybody good? You pumped? Pumped. Pumped for the more yeah. snow races. Oh my goodness. So one of the things that I was really excited about was having the two tables and having both tables show up in the other table's game, right? So I had the opportunity to make that happen. Uh, so the Las Vegas group, when they played their game, they also ended up at the snail races. They arrived just after you guys left the area. So everybody, when they walked in, uh, everybody in the stands was still cheering for Cyprus and that incredible win. You know, so that kind of stuff is starting to happen. Every once in a while, they'll catch a glimpse of you guys on your way to another thing. Uh, and uh, I got a couple Fun. of, yeah, and I have a couple of things because they did two things last week that you guys didn't do yet. So you'll get a chance to see some of that uh, if you guys end up in those places. So I guess the thing we should do really is uh, go back over what happened uh, the last time the Halifax group sat down at the table. Does anybody have any notes or do you want me to kind of try to wing it? <laughs> I have notes. Oh, <laughs> my God. We have notes. You guys are so impressed. Good notes. Oh, they're man. not even just notes. They're good notes. Oh, well, we'll paper. see, actually. <laughs> I guess I don't remember what I wrote. So right. Okay. 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 Ready? Day one. Got into the carnival and went to the Pixie Kingdom. A pixie named Jeremy named me Jelly Bean Starfish and then shrank me to the size of a tankard. <laughs> Toad took a ride on the back of a weird looking dog. We got on the Ferris wheel and a talking hamster named Biscuit told us gossip about a secret Kenku sneaking around. Pixie Kingdom food wagon. <laughs> Small menu, grouchy staff, but delicious treats. Grouchy. The sandwich uh, gets a 7 out of 10. The tart gets an 8 out of 10. Let's see. We played hide and seek with some freaks. That's what I wrote. <laughs> we played hide and seek with some freaks. That's great. I hid with Biscuit because he's good shit. My nice. stealth roll was bad and it makes me sad. <laughs> I guess, oh, that's in parentheses. That's out of character. Uh, left the kingdom and caught a seed that turned into a coin. Hell yeah. Stared at a cyclops and failed. We all failed. He was cool though. <laughs> I like. Him. I won a. <laughs> I won on the ring toss game. I won a bottle of witchlight wine. I'll hold on to it for bargaining piece. Caught some candy from a sketchy from sketchy carnival kids. <laughs> Caught some candy from sketchy carnival kids. Yeah. 
Snail race, snail race. I got to ride the purple snail named High Road. I got third and won a little trophy. Nice. That's it. That's great. I mean, that's pretty much it. Uh, I like the yeah. amount of I like the amount of sass. So I think that you've just become our <laughs> notes keeper. Um, so yeah. yay for you. <laughs> There's more to it. I went into detail about the sandwiches and the tarts, but oh, yeah. did you? Yeah. I mean, I'm dying yeah. to hear. I mean, dying to hear the details. To be honest, there's not a lot like the the cucumelon sandwich is a real thing, so I can't really say what it tastes like. Fair enough, yeah. And I said they were tea sandwiches, and that they were simple and refreshing. Mm -hmm. The thimbleberry tart is a puff pastry braided. This is how this is my brain when we play D and D. Why am I thinking these things? Because I love I love it. Yeah, I love, I love food. It. <laughs> me, it's too, a puff me too. Pastry. Me too. I don't know if you can braid puff pastry, but they did. It's magic. Yeah, that's what it comes uh, down to. It has to. dark red berries and powdered sugar. It's too sweet, but the puff pastry was undercooked, and I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Very detailed. It's like a tourist blog. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. Right. <laughs> Next thing you know, Very we're going to have to go through like three pages of Liam's diary before we get to what actually happened, just like the recipe blogs. <laughs> it's like TripAdvisor. Yeah. I love it. Right. Yeah. yeah. You're going to be like, what did we do last time? And it'll be one combat and I'll be like, just let me tell you a story about <laughs> yeah. how I used to have a dog or something. <laughs> right. Totally. Right. It doesn't matter. I've been thinking a lot about Biscuit and what Biscuit had to say these days. Meanwhile, it's yeah, like... Stop talking about food. The final battle. <laughs> Um. <laughs> all right, microphone. But even the Sorry. animal's name is Biscuit. Okay, you're you're making me hungry. Yeah. <laughs> I had some supper. Fair enough. All right, guys, are you ready? Or I'm ready. Let's do it. Where would you like to head to next? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You guys. I think get we were to gonna play. hug one of the walls. Uh, do you guys want to go left or right? So we they, have to do a loop no matter what. Yeah, really, it's either going to lead you up towards the Hall of oh, Illusions yeah, you're right. or down to the Mystery Mine, the Bubble Pop Teapot. Or you can go all the way around to check out the Calliope, the Big Top. That seems to be the area that you guys are in. Uh, I don't know. I mean, okay, we were the Mystery the Mine. Okay, so we did the Pixie Kingdom. We went to the Snail Races. That's right. Yeah. And you did the stare of the Cyclops ring toss. and the ring toss. Right. Those are all checked off your list. Oh, how many tickets do we have, actually? And can we take tickets from other people? Um, that would involve some interesting <laughs> roles. But if you feel up to trying to, caught. you know, be a pickpocket. Um, well, I'm, well, I'm not out of tickets yet. I'm here, so I'm not I'm gonna, here for doing I'm that. I'm not thinking about it. We got two out of eight. Yes. What, we have two? Six left. Oh, I have six. Yeah, it's, no, we're yeah. good. Yeah, you're so good. Yeah, we've got enough. Yeah, we're all good. Yeah, just do whatever. I mean, bubble pop teapot sounds fun. And mystery yes. mine looks fun. Oh, Hall of Illusions is probably rife with decks. <laughs> rife with what? Checks. What? Some of their skill checks. <laughs> skill checks. Okay. Oh, checks. <laughs> Checks, I thought you said pecs like pentacles. Yeah, me too. I was like, what? No, checks. A little bit of me was like, how did you see my notes? I'm just kidding. You enter the hall of illusions. It's nothing but nothing but pectoral muscles. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I think that could be fun. I vote for that or bubble top. Bubble. 
Oh my god. Bubble. Bubble pop teapot. Yeah, one Did of I those. Did I say that right? Yeah. So which way? I mean, we should we could do Hall of Illusion. I said monologue earlier, so I... We're right there. It's right there. Mm. Yeah, let's do it. Hall of Illusions. Oh. As you guys uh, make your way from the snail races, perhaps you're still celebrating Cypress's win. Um, you, as you're approaching, a, a lovely halfling couple uh, comes skipping past you guys, headed towards the Hall of Illusions, and uh, they, they you know, they're hand in hand. One of the halflings is in uh, face paint. The face paint makes his face look like a lion's face. And she's just wearing, you know, like the cutest, most psychedelically colored and patterned outfit that you guys have ever seen. Uh, like, what you don't even, it has to be magical. Like, that's how impressive this outfit is that she's wearing. So the halfling couple, they're holding hands, they're skipping, and they head over to approach uh, this glass cabinet that's off to the side of the Hall of Illusions. And uh, he the halfling wearing the lion makeup uh, drops to one knee. You guys are seeing all of this happen. And he reaches into his pocket. He kind of fumbles around a little bit and he pulls out a small box and he opens the box and he turns it around in his hand. So it's facing her and he holds his hand out and he says (gasps) something to her. Um, You guys don't hear what he says, um, but all of a sudden she bursts out into laughter so badly that she's like rolling on the ground you see his face kind of crumple and you see like his shoulders slump and he closes the box and when he closes the box he looks up at the hall of illusions and uh he looks back at his sweetheart rolling around on the ground he looks up at what's in this glass uh case and he books it into the Hall of Illusions. And as he runs in the door, uh, this is when you guys notice uh, the person who is standing there taking the tickets. It is a very um, subduedly colored uh, mime who is standing uh, at the door of the Hall of Illusions, presumably to, you know, punch your tickets as you go inside. What would you like to do? Uh, I wouldn't mind going and looking at that that box thing. Okay, no problem. Just to see what it is. Absolutely. Okay, so as you approach uh, the the glass uh, case, the glass, um, that's the word I'm looking for. Is that the is it the thing up above it that looks kind of like the Zoltar thing from the movie Big? Yeah, exactly. That's the thing okay. that we're talking about. Uh, I love so, that movie. Apple, as you head over, uh, give me a history check. Did it go? I clicked it. What happened? Did it nothing rolled. happen? It rolled. You got a six. Oh, it must have been behind my character sheet. You head over and you read the nameplate that's at the bottom of the glass case. And uh, mm-hmm. it just says Tasha at the bottom of it. Oh. So is is she still over there laughing? Oh, yeah. Like rolling around on the floor, on the ground. Cannot control herself laughing. Yes. I, I assume I know her since I'm, you know, of them. She's wearing butterfly wings, so she's not of the carnival. Oh. Yeah. The visitor, uh, I guess. Okay, so the yeah. one who went into the Hall of Illusions, were they of the carnival? No. It was not of the carnival, no. They were okay. guests, yeah. 
patrons, if okay. you will. Apple, I need to ask, how yeah. close yeah. to that display did you get? Were you within 10 feet? Doesn't look like it. If I'm, st I, it looks like I'm standing by the door here. Oh, I mean, I could try to. No, no, it was just because you you went over to have a look at the the thing yeah. inside of it, right? Did you get within yeah. ten feet, or did you just kind of peer from where you're standing? Um, I probably went a bit closer. So yeah, ten five, yeah, probably five feet. About five feet in. Okay. Um, give me a wisdom saving throw, Apple. <laughs> All right. You are now suffering from the effects of the spell of Tasha's hideous laughter. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> so the lady is Tasha? Yeah, well, inside of that glass case. I'll get to those details oh, in a second. Okay, so. Yeah. So a creature of your choice that you can see within range, that happens to be you, Apple. Uh, you find everything hilariously funny and fall into fits of laughter. You made your uh, wisdom saving throw, or you did not make your way saving throw. Um, you've also um, fallen prone, so you are also on the ground laughing hysterically. And you okay. are incapacitated and unable to stand up for the duration, which is about a minute. Okay. At the end of I'll each... I'll go up to both of them. Okay, perfect. At the end of each of its turns, and each time it takes damage a target can make another wisdom saving throw okay well we'll just periodically allow you to make another wisdom saving throw um okay so cypress uh sorry not cypress why did i say cypress <laughs> apple i'm just gonna move you over here so we know that you are in front of that um well cypress is on her way over now that <laughs> she's rolling yeah. on the ground <laughs> okay yeah like everybody that I'm is apple, everybody that is moving in to help apple you also have to make that wisdom saving throw for me Ms. apple are you all right <laughs> yeah, can I talk while I'm laughing? Oh, well, yeah, the same way that you can talk while you're having a fit of laughter. Absolutely, yes. Okay. Yeah. I like in real. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can't stop laughing. <laughs> stop. Uh, don't come closer. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> uh, Cypress. It's too late. I'm close. Yep. yep. And you fall to it as well. Oh, 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 oh dear. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord help us. Yes. Sit the eye, I need a wisdom oh, oh, oh. save from you too. <laughs> Please. For rain. Oh Lord. Oh, there it is. Um okay. Uh so for the next minute, um I hate to say it, but Liam, you are stuck with these three fools who are laying on the ground laughing hysterically. No, I'm not. I do not look associated to them <laughs> at all. <laughs> I'm like trying just to get out, laugh at my head off. Oh, we gotta get away from the box. And I'm like trying to drag them out at a range of the box. Right. Okay. Like dragging try them to help bring Apple away. Out. Yeah, I'm tiny. You can bring me. Cypress is on her own. Amazing. Okay. <laughs> Everybody give me another wisdom save. I guess mine's high. <laughs> I like I that I like that Liam just pieced that out. That's, that was there too. Okay, good. That looks better. That looks better. Oh dear. Oh man. <laughs> I almost had a 16. You almost did, but you did not. I, ran, but I went back in for the other girl. 
Okay, no problem. Uh, all right, so Apple and Cypress, you guys are fine. Um, I did not like that. <laughs> right. Yeah, that, that hurt my tummy. That hurt my tummy. Um, all right, so you're gonna. Rain is going in to try to save the girl again. Um, I am yeah. going to roll a d20 to see if she can recover. Uh, I don't know what her stats are, so I'm just gonna roll with a zero uh, modifier. Oh, she's <laughs> not doing well either. I don't know why it she's rolls under Apple Mooncake. I'm sorry, Apple. I think it's just because I clicked you I'm last. I'm dragging her. I'm trying to Where? drag her out. I hope they're not all like that. They need a warning on that thing. Um, so, as you guys are standing around and you're kind of looking down at this poor halfling who uh, just, you know, laughed in the, her beloved's face as he proposed marriage, and mm -hmm. uh, she still, like, doesn't seem to be able to help herself here the way that you guys were able to. And uh, Rain, you see a bunch of your coworkers come along. You've seen them before. They're kind of like... Um, I don't want to say paramedics because they're not quite that official, but it's along those lines. There are people who are there to help people who, um, responders. Have, yeah, they're responders of some sort. They're not security, but, uh, they're just there to make sure that everybody in the witch like carnival, um, is as safe as they can make them and, uh, to yeah. help in situations like this one that seems so odd. Um, if anybody else, uh, besides Apple, because she's already rolled for it, but if anybody else wants to give me a history check, we'll see if we can get to the bottom of what that costume was about. God, I'm proficient in that, so I won't roll. I'm not needing yeah. anyway. I'm not. Oh. I don't really care. Look, I'm not proficient, but I got a 19. <laughs> yeah, so I got a plus zero. Yeah, but my character wouldn't know much about history anyway. <laughs> Yeah, fair Never enough. Spark uh, a memory from something. Okay, Rain, so you recall suddenly, because um, you're standing there scratching your head, and you're like, I just don't remember this ever happening before. It's so strange, and it's so weird. And you're like, oh, right. A couple of towns ago. You sound like a surfer. <laughs> oh, right, oh, right. Dude. Uh, So <laughs> a, a couple of towns ago, uh, somebody came and approached Mr. Witch and Mr. Light and offered to sell them this mannequin with this particular costume on it. So inside of that glass case is a wooden mannequin. Um, the, the mannequin has a grin on its face. It has uh, raven hair and it's in a witch's attire. So it also has a green flowing cape that's hovering inside of the glass cabinet. So it always seems to be moving in some kind of almost like a celestial mm -hmm. breeze. You don't know where it's coming from. And the sign mm -hmm. reads, Tasha the wizard, known for her hideous laughter. What you remember the warning being from Mr. Witch and Mr. Light uh, was to encourage Witch Light uh, workers to avoid coming close to this particular display uh, because the effects of Tasha's hideous laughter um, are so strong around this because it's Tasha's actual clothes um, from earlier, from, um, I don't want to say previously, but from like earlier in her witch life, I guess is how to phrase it. All right. You got to stay away from that thing. All y'all. Noted. All right. So the Hall of Illusions. Is, this, is, is the... The chicky still laughing their head off. Oh uh, yeah, the witchlight uh, carnival workers have kind of taken her um, away. So as she's moving further and further away, the effects are less and less uh, drastic and severe. And eventually, uh, she will kind of straighten up and she starts asking for Reuben. 
We'll see if we can find him. Okay. So the yeah, whole he went into the, the place. Yeah. I, I I approach the doorway. I'm like I look back at them. Like, y'all sure you want to come in here? I'll go in. Okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Like, all right. Your funeral, and I walk in. Wait, what? <laughs> what? So this large tent is painted with a mural of shifting images that show grinning fairies diving into pools of color. So like a fairy might be in a blue dress and then they'll hit a pool of color and when they come out of the other side of it, uh, suddenly they're in a yellow dress. So you're seeing that kind of like metamorphosis happening in this mural. Um, the uh, stripes of the tent um, uh, all go in the area of the, the pointed uh, canopies that you can see there in the picture. And um, the whole display seems designed to like befuddle and maybe kind of confuse onlookers a little bit. You know, when you're in school and you start learning about optical illusions and they show you that wheel and you spin it and one wheel is suddenly moving in two different directions. Yeah, you know that you're getting that kind yeah. of a sensation like you you have a hard time believing your eyes right now as you're looking at this tent uh, a clown okay. dressed in muted garb stands at the uh, tent's entrance blinking at you eventually no he, clown. eventually he tilts his head and he just holds out his hand and in his other hand he has a hole puncher he has a what? a hole puncher a hole punch. I present my oh a hole puncher yeah yeah, I'll present mine too. Um, so as yeah, he's as he's punching your tickets and he hands it back to you and when he does you know you guys kind of your eyes meet he gives you a nod um, another thing that you notice about him is that the hair is or the hair is not just um, sorry that was the wrong word um, the color is not just washing out of his clothes it's actually starting to uh, seep out of his hair um, out of his eyes out of his skin in general like he's just starting to look very pallid and um, like almost monochromatic like in front of us? Um, no, not in front of you, but you can just tell like his eyes used to be bright, bright blue. And now they're like a very, very, very soft, almost like a uh, like a cornflower blue, you know? Uh, so he, he okay. looks um, pale. Yes, definitely, definitely pale. And uh, all of every, all of his accoutrements are also looking very, very pale. Faded and yeah, exactly. Looks like this guy has had a hard time. But you yeah, guys I look at him. It's like I still find all you clowns creepy, and I walk in. <laughs> and he tilts his head and kind of nods a little bit and, and does like a deep bow and, and gestures for everybody to go inside but, of the tent. Yeah, but I pat I pat him well. on the shoulder as I walk past. Okay, because I know him. You sure do. Where'd you go, Liam? You missed the the laughing thing. Oh, yeah, no, I didn't miss it. I saw it. I it was good. That. I mean, it looked pretty funny from where yeah. I was standing. It's not funny for us. Wow. <laughs> Nothing's going to hurt you. It's a it's carnival. She hurt her tummy. Her, her tummy. My tender tummy. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you, say, you say that, nothing's going to hurt you. It's a carnival? I... I, I... I walk by, don't even look at Jim, like, sure, it's a carnival. And I keep walking. <laughs> exactly, you know. Are you going to do that the entire time? 
pretty much, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I have to keep the mystery of the carnival alive, you know that. I mean, I'm down if someone wants to pick a fight. Let's pick a fight. No fighting. We get kicked out. And that, what can happen to us? We get kicked out. <laughs> no, I don't want to get kicked out. I want to go to all the rides. So, you guys head inside of the Hall of Illusions. And one thing that you notice is that it's just tall mirrors everywhere once you get inside. And some of them are, you know, like the funny carnival ones. Like, you know, you suddenly look like a Coca-Cola bottle in one mirror. And you're stretched tall and skinny in the next one. The next one, you're mm -hmm. short and round. And, you know, the next one, you have, you know, a giant boobs. And the next one, you know, your butt looks huge. You know, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> but every once in a while, you come across a mirror. And it's a younger version of yourself. So Rain, you're seeing yourself at like five or six years old. This is something that you are all experiencing, but it's only like once in a while you'll come across this mirror. The rest of them are like, you know, you're making funny faces, you know, all of that kind of stuff. The place is very dimly lit. And the further you go inside of the Hall of Illusions, the more um, like chilled or chilly, I guess, not chill but a more chilly the atmosphere seems to get. It doesn't get cold. There's just like a, an uncomfortable thing that kind of sits at the base of your, or the base of your neck there and kind of sends shivers up your, up your neck. As I passed um, the clown Mimey dude, I asked, did you see which way the halfling ran? And he just looked up at you and he nods and he just gestures in. Okay. Uh, so you guys continue so, to... Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I just... As I were going in, I'm calling out to... Because I heard her ask for Reuben. Yes. I'm calling out for Reuben. Okay. Um, your, your calls are largely unanswered, but every once in a while you hear like a fumbling of footsteps. Um, you know, like not somebody who is calmly walking through a place, but, you know, somebody who stops and looks at something and maybe gets startled. And, you know, that like scuffling of footprints and then, you know... Mm -hmm. The, the footsteps seem a little bit more rhythmic for a second, and then they stop, uh, and then they start up again. So you're kind of hearing that, but you're not really sure. You can't quite pinpoint inside of this tent exactly where they're coming from. Everything seems a little bit confusing in here. So as you go deeper and deeper into the hall, you know, it's more of the same stuff. It's more of the funny mirrors, but every once in a while you come across one of those um, that make you appear younger so instead of looking five Aww. or six now you guys are looking like 12 or 13 years old and then Aww. i'm a baby bunny just a little, a little baby, baby bunny a little baby uh and then you continue through you know another couple of aisles of mirrors and you see yourself you know in your mid-teens and uh you know, you're wearing too much eyeliner and, you know, your earrings are too heavy for your ears, but it didn't matter because you were 16 and none of those things bothered you at 16. And then you go through a little bit more and you come across another mirror. This is you in your early 20s. Um, guys, tell me how you guys all looked in your early 20s, assuming that you're not well, in your I'm early 20s. I'm only 21, 20s right now. so that's what right where I am now. <laughs> right, okay, so you're just seeing a reflection of yourself. What about the, the rest of you? Probably for Cyprus, uh, early 20s. That would be when she was in between 
jobs. Let's see, where'd her biography go? <laughs> I'd say she was working. Oh, I lost it. Dang it. I think she was working at the inn around that time. Okay. No, not the inn. Uh, yeah, let me pull it up. And she was definitely scrawnier then. And I think around that time she was having an allergic reaction to one of her jobs. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah, Dear. so she's she's got the rash and some firmness oh. and oh. that sounds about right. The really young version of me looked like a little prim and proper, not looking like me now. The 13-year-old one of me, I looked rebellious. <laughs> That's when I ran away and came to the circuit, to the to the carnival and joined it. Okay. And then more and more rebellion <laughs> to, to the, where I am now. <laughs> That's great. So as you guys are continuing to go through the Hall of Illusions, you start to hear some other voices. Especially for Leem, these footsteps sound a lot like your footsteps. Floppity, here I come. <laughs> so it's like um, another satyr is close by. And you hear a whole lot of talking. And as you guys mm -hmm. round a corner, uh, you just see... Um, you know, when you go into a room and you just see, like, the back of somebody's, like, heel as they're just leaving. Like, that kind mm -hmm. of timing. Uh, that's kind of what you see as the two uh, people continue on through the Hall of Illusions. And you hear them talking about somebody going through a mirror. And you hear them talking about um, getting a ring back to the girl. Oh, it's that reject. As you kind of continue and you're kind of following the direction that these voices are going in uh, you stop in front of a mirror and what you see in this mirror is familiar and chilling at the same time when you look in this mirror you see Ruben himself uh, but he seems to be uh, walking across this really weird looking terrain and you only see the back of him however he's holding hands with a little girl and as the little girl turns and looks over her shoulder, you see her wearing a pig mask and you see that familiar, twisted, super creepy, jagged tooth grin that you guys experienced not that long ago here in the Witchlight Carnival. That I've been purposely right. pushing this out of my mind, so I'm going to keep doing that. Uh, no reaction at Cypress all from Ruben. On the, on the, the little girl uh, just holds her finger up to her lips like she's telling you to be quiet. Like she's shushing you. It's rude to shush people. Ruben. Uh, it's like there's just no reaction at all from Ruben. And um, the little girl and him just walk in as they're, they're getting further and further away into this very strange looking terrain. Um, there's a mist that covers the mirror, and when the mist disappears, you're left with just a reflection. I don't think we're gonna reach him. No, he's gone. Do you Probably know outside already. Okay. It doesn't seem like outside. Would I recognize where they where she led him to? No, not at all. Not at all. Was a girl in wings? Um, 
the girl he proposed to? No, the the little girl with the, the pig mask. Girl. Oh, was she wearing, um, um, no, attendant, she's, uh, she's not wearing wings. Turn to Rain. Does she work for the carnival? Do I know if she works for the colonel? <laughs> um, okay, so Rain, you don't really know a whole lot. Uh, from time to time, perhaps you've caught a glimpse, but you've paid them no mind. No need to, really. Okay. All right, so I'm like, no, let's let's go, guys. Um, he may find his way back eventually. Okay. Think we should leave or continue through? Let's continue through. Kind of, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> I know what happened with my tummy already. Uh oh. <laughs> uh, as long as you don't go in the mirror. Can I use some of my lavender? Can I use some of my lavender stuff for my tummy? Absolutely, you can. I always have, like, my little alchemy stuff on me. Absolutely, yeah. This is actually a very special blend uh, that you've put together. It's both calming and soothing, so there's lavender, there's vanilla, and there's peppermint all mixed into one. It's amazing. Beautiful. Yeah. I smell good. It's so great. <laughs> it's so great. I'll associate this smell forever with the horrors that I've encountered in this place. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fair enough, I suppose. Uh, but as you continue to follow um, the um, pathway, I guess, to the Hall of Illusion, as you stop and you, you get those mirrors that show you a reflection of yourself, you do gradually age. And you do, at one point, see yourself as uh, an incredibly frail, elderly being. And Am I cute? Uh, Am I a cute old lady? That's for you to decide. I hope so. <laughs> I just imagine like one horn's broken. One horn is broken. <laughs> right. know how I happened. imagine I've got even more tattoos than I have already. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and your the belt that you wear has turned into more of a corset to keep your boobs up. You know, um, <laughs> all of all of that kind of like classic aging stuff has started to happen. Instead of wearing your hair done down, it's now tied up in a bun. All of that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. I think Cypress would have hers, like, shaved close. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, mine's just random colors. Probably that I'm not doing as many colors. I already have silver hair, so it doesn't... Well, there there are colors in it. Um, just instead of them being the bright colors that you prefer now, they're definitely more pastel. They're, you know, it's a it's a soft pink instead of a bright one. It's a, it's a nice baby blue mm -hmm. instead of a vibrant, like, sapphire blue, you know? Yeah. That kind of stuff. Right, uh, so as you guys exit the Hall of Illusions, uh, you do see that group of five. Uh, they're standing in a circle, and uh, they seem to be having a very serious discussion. Um, not so much about what they... Um, actually, no. That's how, not how to describe it. Give me a perception check or investigation, whichever is better for you. Hmm. 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 What are that perception? Oh, I'm bad at that. Investigation. Investigation. Perception. Yeah. I'm slightly less bad that, at that. Oh, no, more bad. Less same. bad. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
Um, Are we all doing one? Sorry. Yeah, no, you're okay. Exception. 19, 10, 6, and do 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 Apple! <laughs> Eight. Alright. Uh, Cypress. Perhaps it's because no. you are, like, half of an entire person taller than the rest of the people that you were with. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that may have something to do with it. Um, but over the crowd. Yeah, but you do overhear um, the group, and they seem to be very concerned with who this little child is in the pig mask. Um, they did, it seems, manage to get a hold of the engagement ring. Um, that you saw with somebody who you presume is called Reuben. And um, from what you're overhearing the little satyr saying in that group is that uh, they watched Reuben and the little girl walk right through the mirror. And when they went in to uh, try to follow them, when they touched the mirror, it was back to being just a panel of, of glass. It was hard. They couldn't get through it at all. Uh, but when they looked down, they found the engagement ring laying on the floor of the Hall of Illusions. So they picked it up and they were bringing it out to give to uh, the halfling woman. They're just not really sure where she went. And I speak up and say, excuse me. And oh, just hang, you know what? Give me a second because I can get a member of that group to just pop on here briefly. And uh, Cypress, you look over to this other group and you see um, a large... Uh, Portal, uh, who seems to be looking back in your direction. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, what am I looking at? Uh, are you a... uh, she is a six foot five, pretty young uh, uh, minotaur. Eye to eye. It's so nice to have a conversation with somebody that can see my way of speaking, literally and physically. Uh, how may I help you, uh, person? I over. Steers? I'm Cypress. Hi. Well, hello, Miss Cypress. Uh, what may I do for you this evening? I overheard some of the conversation. The the lady with the ring was taken by um staff oh, no. that direction. Oh, oh, she, she finally got some respite. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, she got pulled away. D avoid that box, by the way. Oh, it's, of it's course. Not good. It's just a box is just actually quite a very important item. Um, do you like to laugh? That one hurts. Yes, it does. It gets in, it's infectious, even. I, I mean, like, I myself uh, am a practitioner of some hideous laughter. Uh, if a joke doesn't particularly land perfectly when it comes to uh, my friends and new compatriots, as yourself, uh, maybe a little bit of tug and peel, but what's happening from that particular box seems to be more sinister. I mean, entire it was not fun. The entire relationship was just destroyed in front of my eyes. In fact, I've sent three of my lollygag friends into the room to see, to try to comfort the husband. It wasn't her. It wasn't her fault. She laughed because of hideous laughter. Yeah, we saw some of it. It wasn't. It wasn't good. It's not joyful at all, is it? <laughs> I no. mean, like a good bully ha, I mean, like, is good for everyone. It's just fantastic for the soul. But when it comes from Tasha herself, I mean, an incredible bard in her own right, but a little bit of a dark streak, if you know what I mean. I do not. <laughs> no, um, so, to make, uh, like, I look at your group, if you come from the group, like, do I see the rest of you? Yes, we're all together. Ah, yes. Uh, well, like, I would, I, I would make some. Um, 
deep cutting inference about your group by yourself and create a joke that everyone else would simply disagree with but can't help but laugh. That's the essence of uh, Tasha's hideous laughter. It is to dig and to create pain within what should be uh, amusing to the group. You see my eyes gl glaze over. <laughs> yeah. oh. I'm just going, uh-huh. Well, um, yes, uh, we uh, thank God the girl's taken care of, uh, but we have, uh, it was Reuben, yes? Reuben was, what was the, that? The, the individual that I believe uh, went into the actual Hall of Mirrors. His name was Reuben. Um, why he fled, or what, what he was fleeing, other than his beloved, uh, turning him down literally in the moment of his rapture, um, was simply to flee into the Hall of Mirrors. Uh, poor Reuben. As far, I mean, we weren't really able to follow him as far as we'd wanted. He went into a mirror. I wasn't able to call his attention either. Yes, uh, he, he was quite distraught. Um, I mean, when it comes to a wedding analysis, I mean, like, who knows? I mean, like, did she laugh because she thought he was asking a ridiculous request? Or did she, was, did it break up the actual internals about her feelings about his proposal? Or was it just simply a curse standing too close to that box? I think it was poor timing and poor place to pop the question. Um, yes, uh, we do. We do have his uh, his ring, though. Uh, it's quite sad. It's the only thing that didn't go through the mirror itself. In fact, uh, one of our compatriots uh, put the ring to the mirror, and it did scratch it. So perhaps the wing, the ring. Do I have the ring? No, you guys gave it to the halfling, ah, to the girl, to the girl well, before she got taken I away. Mean, there could be something very important about that ring itself. It wouldn't allow uh, Rupert to pass completely through. The only th I mean, his clothing went through. It's not like he went in as a naked blue jay, as you were. Uh, no, but what I can tell you is the one thing that didn't pass through the mirror itself is the ring. Uh, we did uh, as a parting gift, or perhaps for the reason for her to find her hopeful beloved, uh, we did give it to the, uh, the damsel in distress that was laughing. So, the ring didn't pass through the mirror. <laughs> the ring, okay. the circly thing within my hand, it did not pass through. That is weird. I look in, <laughs> now thinking I finally found my audience. By the way, I'm a Why bard that's not Why is there a fairy on the screen? Pardon? Yes, I just found the picture of Candlefoot, so I just wanted to send that along to everyone. Oh, okay. I'm like, <laughs> okay, I was like, what is this? Like, what on earth? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, that's not the turtle. What? <laughs> okay, okay. I'm a very, I was like, that's not a turtle. I'm a very light turtle. Yes. Uh, <laughs> shell just very small in the middle of my back. No. Um, Shell's invisible. Yes. Um, why do you care? I mean, it was distressive, and I didn't want a. Uh, an individual to have his entire nuptials destroyed because of a uh, just the 
the distance between him and a very powerful relic. I think the problem truly spun from being this close to Tasha's actual uh, hat and garb. I think that's why she was laughing, not that she was turning him down. I complete. And who are you? My name is Bevy. Very nice to meet you. I'm Rain. Rain Bush. And what am I looking at, Irene? Just rain, not I iron. am a half elf with rain with with multicolor hair. I actually work here uh, at the carnival. Well, then we should be asking you about this. Where's your safety protocol, honestly? I mean, like, could just yeah. any married couple just be diffused by the the presence of a fluffy coat? Well, if you uh, get too close to the fire, you're going to get burned. I and wear fluffy it coats. <laughs> you call it fire? Jesus Christ. There's no fire here. Yeah, perhaps there's a problem. Um, no, uh, so, so, have people gone missing uh, beforehand at the Hall of Illusions? Oh, it is a Hall of Illusions. Well, yes, it means that they don't exist, not that someone falls within them. Didn't seem like an illusion, like... Yes, I mean, that would be one hell of a trick to get rid of a poor halfling. He may have a mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> he may have well, a mortgage. You never know. He could turn up or not. But that's not very helpful to his landlord and his body lass. Uh, there needs to be some... Um, Definitely. I mean, like, I'll stand up for the common man. What if I was asking a, a young turtling to be uh, my bride in the, the idea of shells? Well, go back in and take a look and see if you go through anything. I have no interest in going into that room. A bunch of my friends <laughs> did, and they came out worse from where. Uh, just it is, as, as, a pers- as a person that is part of this particular corner. I'd expect a little bit more uh, true and other care about what happened to your carnival gods. I bang on my shell well, to make a point. <laughs> it is a carnival. You never know what'll happen when we leave town. Well, you don't say that about the restaurants outside of your own town. Oh, don't go to the Piggly <laughs> Wiggly. You'll just may end up soup. Wiggly, wiggly. I know. Where does the, this is? This is my everyday. <laughs> hey, you asked for this. I sure did. I was safely upstairs in bed with the wall. <laughs> I know. I know. You're right. I came upstairs and disturbed your peace. I'm paying for it. Um, She's like, entertain us. Right. <laughs> right. Okay, so... Well, no, I'm, I'm not done with the person that oh. seems... She's not an elder, but she's a person. It's like when, when you yell at the waiter and not the chef. Right. Yes. Uh, a half, excuse me, uh, a half lead has gone missing upon your watch. What exactly? And oh, I'd it's like not to my watch. I'm off duty. In fact, uh, <laughs> she's on vacation. Yeah, oh, well, that's I'm nice. on vacation. Oh, staycation. Uh, aren't we also 20th century? Uh, like, I point back, and you do see the only ethereal thing about me is just a, um, a, a pen that is writing constantly upon a scroll of parchment. She's like, now take this down. Um, so you being a off-work employee of this wonderful car, what do you think about the disappearance of yet another, they point back to the scroll as it scribbles furiously, 
uh, halfling on your watch. The readers want to know. Another? Well, yes, you said many people go missing. Oh, no, I didn't say that. What did you I said exactly? that I said it is a hall of illusions. They may turn up. That's not okay when you have to appear at work to, uh, to your... Cypress is reaching for the scroll. <laughs> they're about to go chaotic on you. Oh no! Is this oh, a, are you an is he a journalist I or am, are you actually, just uh, how? Uh, no, no, no. I, I am a purveyor of the most important news in the regions. Uh, you can find my rag at uh, most stops. Uh, the choirs never say my words exactly correct, so they're not exactly in the most uh, prosperous places. Yeah, you could usually find my articles in the back page and or uh, last page of most uh, newsworthy appendages. Ah, Try to get in position to read what it says. Are you about to curse me? It is absolutely verbatim everything that he has said and everything that you guys have replied. Yeah, it's uh, perfectly recorded. Unfortunately, there is no artistic ability in it. Uh, one thing you don't know about me is I'm a bard that's lost his artistic ability because I came into the, you know, came into the carnival uh, unannounced. When you were a kid. Yeah. So I'm, a, I'm a, an incredible bard that has no artistic ability. Tell me that wasn't a, du- a tough dice roll. <laughs> Woof. Cypress no, is just observing the scroll as he's writing and saying yeah, like the, random things in the background. Yeah, th- those <laughs> See if it records yeah, Those it. exact words are scribed down. Right. Uh, there's just no like coloring or flavor around it. Unfortunately, it's just like a stream of consciousness. There's no interpretation. Or, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. He, uh, I've lost the ability to make it. I can speak colorfully. But like it's just like girl walks up to guy, exact word said. Very That's literal. Very... Yeah. 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 No artistic. I yeah. mean, I'd be a great war reporter. Hmm. True. All right. Uh, so, Bevy, uh, as you're having this conversation, you kind of look back over your shoulder, and your group seems like they're heading down towards. Um, the snail races. It appears that my uh, collective of colleagues are going down to uh, try to go very fast on very slow things. Um, It was a pleasure to meet all of you. Um, Your story is safely within my journals, so if uh, anything does prosper from it, just know that you will be immortalized upon the pages of Bevy's greatest work. Enjoy yourself. Of course. What What do you want to do next? Of your and by the way, why do you care about the halfling? Like it happened right in front of me, and I saw one of my greatest um, bard. Just trying to get him reunited with his uh, with his love. So it was a personal reason. Yes, I can understand. I heard you that. say the ring, and I figured you might want to know where she went. Well, mm. I don't know, um, but I will say that the only thing external from the individual that went through the mirror of the Hall of Illusions, the only thing that was unable to pass was the ring. And when we applied pressure to the precious glass, it did crack it and scratch it. That'd be probably what we uncovered ourselves. 
Have you tried the bubble tea? No, I think we're gonna head there next. You definitely should. Uh, quite a view. Uh, just think, it's less like clamming and more like swimming. Don't buy the pixies yet? Oh, yes, uh, well, uh, I've heard some, uh, and you have to keep this to yourself. I've heard of the pixies get into quite a few problems and interesting pastimes. I'm very excited yeah, to go. There's... Very excited to go view their kingdom. Yeah, good there's a, a lot of, uh, there's a quite a variety of, of uh, things to behold in the carnival. Make sure you avail yourself of, you know, all of them. Of course, of course, of course. Try the Colonel's Corn. Uh, I've heard good reports upon that one. Apparently stay away from the uh, sickeningly sweet apples. Just a little bit of reporting on the ground. <laughs> it's very nice to meet you. Uh, apparently, I'm going to become exceptionally tiny for a short amount of time. Yes, in the Pixie Kingdom. Yes, I have toodaloo. Enjoy the Pixie Kingdom. As I walk off at Lumber. There bye is bye, a very, scroll. Yeah, there is a very large. Bye bye, scroll. Yeah. <laughs> bye bye, scroll. <laughs> Yeah. Um, the scroll looks back. It's just like as if it was a person holding The quill it. waves. Yeah, right. Yeah. It, it does nod in appreciation that <laughs> the invisible servant was actually not invisible for once. Mm -hmm. uh, definitely his own little personality. And uh, does follow me behind. Right. I just have an image of uh, from Aladdin, like when the magic carpet was doing stuff. That's mm -hmm. what the scroll reminds me of. Very, yeah. Very, very, very. <laughs> I mean, like, can, can you imagine the poor, like, because I. The way I look at my uh, unseen servant is he actually is artistic, but is just forced to write this dribble. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't know about that piece. Yeah, yeah. He definitely has an opinion about the pieces I write. Fair. But uh, yeah, uh, so uh, sauntering off a very lumbering, um, mm -hmm. not quick to walk or anything, but the hat. That's what. That's the last part of your memory. The hat in the wind. The feather just catches the breeze perfectly. <laughs> and uh, do you go join my group again? Fantastic. Thank you. Uh, thank you for joining. I will go back and <laughs> scratch the ola. So uh, you guys are now going to uh, head off towards the Bubble Pop Teapot? Yeah. So that's pop, where we're going pot. next? All right. Remember, swim, not climb. Oh, swim, not climb. He's reminding you. <laughs> swim, not climb. Yeah. Where's the entrance? Oh, other side. Okay, so... Ooh, hang on a second. There was the thing that I was going to note, and and now I can't remember. Or is it up there? What? Which way is it? Is it down here? Bubble pop teapot. Oh, I see what you're saying. How interesting. Yeah, I think it's up here. Yeah, I know. It's like, but what's in here? Yeah, I an unnamed event. I don't know. <laughs> okay, Closed for construction. Yeah, a respite. I have no idea. Right. Big flower things. So, that bubble bop teapot, though. All right, so as you approach, you see a 20-foot-tall teapot. It's resting on a wooden platform. Its painted surface is whirring with moving images of flying dragons breathing streams of bubbles instead of the usual fire and smoke that you see with dragons. At the door, at the base of the teapot, um, this is your uh, entry point to the interior. Um, and as you approach, 
you see uh, a group of goblins who are sitting around and they are drinking tea from mismatched teapots or sorry teacups and saucers none of them match uh and uh, a lot of them are even you know a little chipped obviously these teapots travel with the carnival and they very obviously well appreciated aren't necessarily taken the best care of when you are watching uh you know people coming out of the bubble pop teapot ride uh you see them kind of pop out of the uh, tea spout and they uh, yeah and they they float up into the sky everybody looks like they are just having the greatest time uh some of them are even able to steer their bubbles and get them to go in particular directions others are just at the mercy of uh the breeze and where the air currents take them in their bubbles Oh, by the way, did you... Again, Amazing. something I want to do in real life. I know, yeah. right? Did you guys all mark off uh, a ticket punch for the Hall of Illusions, by the way? Yep. Yes. So I'll do that right now. Okay. Three punches. Yep. And this bubble punch. How do you do that? Where are we marking that off? Uh, you just... No, oh, I just use it separately. Yeah, just Notes. like eight ticks on a piece of paper. Just don't lose the piece of paper. Uh, so well. the goblin... The goblin approaches the railing and he says, hmm, yes, hello, my name is Trecklewise, and you are Hold here on. for- Hold on, what is his name? Treckle? Trecklewise. 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 Okay. Yep. And he says, I assume that you're all here to ride the bubble pop teapot? Yes, please. It's one ticket punch, is that all right with everyone? Yes, yes, everything is yep. all right. Yes. Here you Ooh, go. Okay, good. Wonderful, wonderful. Please come this way. Please come this way. The only and thing he... going through my head is double, double, toil and trouble, fire, burn, and cauldron bubble. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what the, the toil and trouble is from. And they kind of, yeah. he, they've put a little twist on it with toil and bubble instead of, or sorry, that's... with toil and trouble instead of toil and bubble. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, he leads you up uh, to where the door is in the bottom of the uh, 20-foot tall peapot, peapot, teapot, not peapot. peapot. <laughs> it's a totally different ride. I'm not um, going on this ride. Give me my ticket back. <laughs> right. Peapot. I'm going to the fruit and, and banana, <laughs> whatever yeah. this is. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. Uh, it's not pea. It's a teapot. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, he is wearing, by the way, bright yellow pants, and he happens to be also wearing um, butterfly wings. The butterfly wings look like a monarch butterfly, so they match his pants. You. And he has a string of spoons tied to his belt for no particular reason. Do they make noise? Like, are they like the little musical things? Who just zoomed in? <laughs> that was uh, a cypress. Yeah. Come out of his rainbow dash for some reason. <laughs> this is the word uh, me word out game my, thing. My computer at work does random stuff. Mm. Oh, okay. So no, because it I me out when my computer at home did that too. Yeah. <laughs> no, because I typed it, it, it jumped to it. But I don't know why it came out as a uh, rain instead of myself. Oh right. Anyway, so you That's, guys go. Uh, Cypress's contribution to the word game. Okay, got it. Um, who would like to go first? I will. <laughs> I'll let Lee, Liam go. Liam, Thank Liam, you. Liam's yeah. gonna go first. Okay. Go. So 
Liam, uh, once you get inside of uh, the teapot, uh, there's not really a whole lot happening in here. Uh, there's just kind of like a queue of people and, uh, you know, your turn approaches and you get up and he gestures for you to step on this. It almost looks like a like a divot, um, you know, like a, a little uh, indent, I suppose, yeah. in the floor. And uh, he has you stand directly in the center of that. And as you're standing there and he's explaining to you, you know, what's about to happen, as he's explaining these things, the things start happening. So you're suddenly surrounded by like this curtain of um, like an iridescent, just think bubble, like iridescent. Right, yeah, magic. Clear film. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And uh, then the divot that you're standing on kind of... um, uh, feels like it connects with something and it suddenly pushes you up towards where the spout of this teapot is oh yeah and as you get to the opening of the spout uh your bubble detaches and that's when the bottom of the bubble below your feet kind of finishes forming and you're able to float out into the air i'd like you to give me an acrobatics check please do it well, I rolled a one, so okay. All right, no doesn't problem. really matter what my sweet dexterity score is. <laughs> right, you are at the mercy of the wind currents and the breeze as to where your bubble goes over the carnival. That's you fine with me. Steer it in a particular direction. Okay, who's next? I'll go. Okay. Apple, same situation. You know, you you go inside, you watch Liam. Uh, so you uh, very carefully make sure that you're following all of the directions. You stand in the little divot thing. Uh, yep. You know, you, you've got your arms kind of folded in on yourself and you're making sure that you don't touch any of the film when it starts to form around you. Same thing happens. It feels like the, the little plate that you're standing on connects with something uh, and it starts to rise and you come up through the end of the spout and the exact same thing happens. Uh, you, you know, the bottom of the bubble finally forms and you pop out of the spout. And I would also like an, uh, sorry, acrobatics check, please. All right. A six. You are also at the mercy of the wind. <laughs> but oh, you no. are, yeah, but you are having like the best bird's eye view of everything in the carnival. So just this is an opportunity for you guys really to just make sure, poke around on the map, you two, and have a look at, you know, whatever else you see that you may want to visit or anything weird that you want to investigate or anything like that. Who's next? Cypress will go. Okay. So, Cypress, it's a little bit different for you. When you step inside, uh, you know, you same thing. You get the little bit of a lineup, and you get onto the plate, and you stand there, and the big bubble starts to form around you. And as you get to the top of the spout, instead of just being kind of pushed through it, it kind of blooms like a flower. And it just gives you a little bit more space for you to get through. And, it, you know, other than opening the the very top of the spout everything else is exactly the same the bubble finishes forming just below your feet as the bubble detaches give me your acrobatics check mm-hmm. acrobatics acrobatics oh yeah <laughs> oh. trying to remember the swimming but yeah <laughs> right <laughs> you're trying to figure it out like you're uh, doing like a doggy paddle it's just not having oh, any yeah. kind of effect <laughs> on the bubble whatsoever he was talking more breaststroke you're thinking doggy paddle um okay and rain are you going up in this thing 
Yep. Okay, perfect. Again, exact same thing. You come inside, you stand in the divot, uh, the bubble forms around you. This is one that you tried maybe in the early days of you hanging out at the carnival, working there, being a, a part of it. They've actually made a few improvements since the last time you were in it. Uh, one of them is actually this mechanism that they have that is the little divot that stands uh, that's underneath your feet and as it begins to rise uh, you come to the top of the spout and uh, that platform starts to move away and as it does that bubble finishes underneath your feet you're kind of pushed through the spout and you are now floating in the air as well give me an acrobatics check just type something in the thing yeah <laughs> that's great Oh dear, acrobatics. Yep. <laughs> wow. We okay, really no. suck. Yeah, there's a, <laughs> not a whole there's not a whole lot of very specific exploring. Um, but let me see, what can I tell you? Um, over um, around lost property, uh, you see a giant cat. Um, at the carousel, um, you do see a um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Sorry, not a minotaur. Um, centaur. A centaur uh, type being. Um, the uh, gondola swans, um, they uh, are beautiful and it looks like, you know, if you're, if the bustle of the carnival is too much, it looks like a great place to kind of kick back and relax. Uh, Silversong Lake uh, looks tranquil as well, um, but it does seem a little bit odd with this mist that's kind of hanging around the border of the Silver Song Lake. You see uh, a staff area and leaning up on one of the wagons, you do notice a giant, uh, not a giant, uh, but a bugbear. He's wearing a uh, jack-o'-lantern as a helmet. You do see that. Uh, and uh, yeah, those are probably the things that you take in the most. Um, dragonflies dodge your bubble a couple of times just to make sure that there's no in-air kind of collisions. And after about a minute, uh, your bubble pops. And it doesn't matter over which part of the carnival your bubble pops over. Uh, when you come down, you land back at the bubble pop teapot. Is it like a crash funny. landing or is it like a feather fall landing? Oh no, it's like it's like a feather fall. Yeah, it's okay. uh, it's a very gentle. Whether you're on your feet or you touch down on your butt or whatever the case is, uh, it is a very gentle, um, easy landing. Did Cypress see any obvious portals? No, <laughs> you did not. I didn't see any portals, guys. We sure this is the right place? Looking for Sabrina? Huh? Oh, the original quest. Yeah. We're looking, we're looking for the entrance to the Feywild. No portals. No, not yet. Sorry, I had to sneeze really bad. <laughs> and I kept being like, maybe I could say something. Um, I mean, portal in the mirror seemed pretty likely, but nothing in the teapot. Where to next? I don't know, but dragon fly ride seems cool, and feasting orchard seems cool. Yum. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, let's feast. <laughs> Hungry. The feasting orchard. Okay. We are off to the feasting orchard. Oh, yeah. Feasting orchard. Incredible. I'm coming, I'm coming. <laughs> Where am I? I can't find my character. Oh, no. It's still the bubble pop. <laughs> Oh, way down there. Oh, way down there. 
Oh, I'm silly. Maybe and I'm like running off. on tiny little legs. Wait, no, I'm hopping. Yes, you are definitely I'm hopping. Hop. You kidding me? They're much faster. Uh, okay, so music <laughs> and laughter radiate from this park. The heady scents of flowers, mead, and berry pie waft through the air. Stilt walkers pluck fruit from trees and hand them to uh, festival goers. Musicians drum, pipe, and strum. And everywhere there is singing and dancing and an inordinate amount of custard seems to be everywhere. Uh, I like Custard. The feasting orchard custard right now. <laughs> bustle, bustles all through the night with activity from storytellers, musicians, and acrobats. The feasting tables are lined with merrymakers, and dancing uh, springs up at the drop of a hat. It will cost you one ticket if you would like to enter the fairy cake eating contest. Any takers? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just yes. Okay. Yeah, of course. All right. Yummy. Okay, so everybody is in on this? Five points. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay, fantastic. <clears throat> what I need is you guys to tell me what your constitution modifier is. <laughs> yeah, just give me a quick sec. I just got to make a quick list of my characters. Uh, Liam, what's your con <laughs> modifier? Two. Okay. Uh, Apple? Uh, sorry, where where am I looking here on my sheet? Uh, your constitution oh, uh, modifier. Uh, sorry. Plus one. Plus one. Okay. Uh, rain? Plus one. Okay. And Cypress? Plus three. Nice. So you guys walk up to the table. And uh, there's a uh, nondescript, um, we'll call it, uh, witch light worker. And which light hand, I suppose, is the correct term. And mm -hmm. they are, uh, you know, kind of directing everyone around, making sure everyone gets seated and is going over uh, some of the rules. The idea here, the goal, it's simple. You need to eat as many of these fairy cakes as you can in 60 seconds. <laughs> um, and there is actually a ridiculous uh, little math equation that I have to do. Uh, and if you guys don't manage to uh, make your con saves, which I'm going to ask you for here in just a couple of minutes, you are going to take custard damage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Does that mean we get sick? Uh, well, you probably get a bit of a tummy ache. Yeah. Uh, that's... Depends on who you are. <laughs> Not going to be sick. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, they say uh, you lose the contest and you have custard splattered all over you, but you can explain it as a bellyache if you would like. The bottom line is <laughs> oh. you, you don't speak your con save, custard is a problem, and you're out of the contest. Yes. That's basically right. what you need to know, okay? You get stains all over your outfit. And I believe I have to... Three seconds. Uh, so uh, each contest table piled high with these small glazed cupcakes... Each one is filled with a dollop of berry custard. And uh, again, you need to eat as many as you can in 60 seconds. You can safely swallow a particular number of cupcakes. And for Liam, it's five. Oh, nice. Apple and Rain, you're both able to eat four with absolutely zero problems. Cypress, you're able to eat six with no issue. But now I need everyone to roll a con save for me. 
Unsave. Unsave. Rain is good and Cypress is good. Oh, apple mooncake. Yeah. I really I, I'm not rolling well these last few I maybe need to change what my dice look like. Or <laughs> yeah. Put them something. in digital dice gel. Yeah, I understand. Um yeah. Okay, so Apple. Yeah. You are That's going me. to take two points of custard damage. So take it off your hit points. <laughs> okay. Uh, everybody, another con check, please. Check or save? Uh, oh, save. good question. Uh, sorry. Save? It's the same for me anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's a save. Sorry. Okay. Well, yeah, it's it. We get extra bonuses if it's... Save. Holy crap! Okay, okay. Oh, no. they hit each other. <laughs> what, our dice? The dice, yes. yes. They yeah. they sure Can they? they? ricocheted off each other. Yeah, they can they? They sure did. Oh. They can, but they do. Uh, Apple, I'm oh, sorry. These are... I have to do... I was doing checks, not saving throws. Okay, re-roll that one I for me. I need to change my dice. I'm so angry right now. And Apple, you're going to take six more custard damage. <clears throat> I mean, it's the same modifier. I should have just left it. It's yeah, the same right. modifier. Now I have a five. Pop. Okay, awesome. and you're going to take some custard damage. Five. I keep rolling as Apple. Just bear with me for that. All right. Uh, so you said six, so I was at, what was I, at 13? So I'm at seven? Yeah. And you had the two I from before. So few, how come I only have 15 hit points? That seems low. Because okay. we're only level three. Only Hold level on, three is the six a... for me or is the five for me? Uh, the five is for Cleric. you. How do I take this damage? Oh, here we go. Cool. All right. So, uh, Apple and Leem have taken some damage. Can I die of custard damage? You don't die of custard damage, no. <laughs> I promise. Okay. I promise. You I feel full of regret. I, I, I picture it in my head. Do you remember the show, You Can't Do That on Television? Yes. Yes. And whenever yes. they said, what, or I don't know, they would get slime. Yeah. Yeah. This is what I'm imagining happens. Yeah, it's sort of, sort of that same it's idea. It's like a splash, a splash, and then if you hit zero, you're slimed, but it's all custard. Right. Yeah. Adorable. That's a great. That's a great visual. Actually, it's good. Um, okay, so uh, Apple, you've lost twice, so you are out. Uh, Leem, I need uh, another uh, con save from you, and Rain and Cypress the same, please. Con saves. Because y'all are just hoeing down on these fairy cakes. 19, 23. Ooh. Oof. Okay. Rain, that's your first one down. Yep. So, Cypress, so far, you have eaten the most cupcakes. This is no, like no, round, no. what, round three? Round four? Round three? Um, three. Yeah. Three. Okay. Uh, another round. So everybody but Apple again with the Constitution saves, please. Did I make my con save on that? Uh, no, you did not. Yeah. Oh, I need to roll I'm your coming. damage. Hang on. Yeah. Five custard damage. So a twenty-two, a thirteen, and a twenty-three with an eight. Okay. Uh, 
everybody but Apple make your rolls again. Okay, I didn't make a roll last yet. Did, did everybody roll the the fourth time? Because I was doing my damage, taking my damage. Yeah, no, we're just doing that roll right now. All right. Yeah, it already. So, yeah. Liam, that's your second fail. So you're out of the contest. Oh. Well, I got a thirteen before. I... Okay, hold on. Okay. Yeah, because we rolled before you did the damage for rains. Oh, right. Okay, hang on. Liam. Okay, so you passed. Doesn't matter anyway. We'd have to roll and it still fails. Yeah. Oh, no, again? Because Cypress had rolled before you did my damage. Yeah. And they got a 17 on die. Mm -hmm. Uh... And then I rolled that same turn after Uh you did my damage. That's right. Are we doing another one now? Yes. So number four? Great, five. Yeah. Okay, you're good there. Uh, nobody failed that one, right? Oh, Leem did. All right. And Leem didn't roll your damage for that yet. Here it comes. Oof, eight. So Leem and Apple are down. Uh, okay. And Rain, you have one that you one more time to fail, right? I believe. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Rain and Cypress. All right. You both save. And the last round. Each of you roll again. Oh. Oof. So you are out on the final round, taking one more custard damage. Okay. So you know, you're you're not you're not like physically damaged, you're just like over full. You know when you eat too many sweets and you start mm-hmm. to feel carsick? That's kind of where you're at. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yum. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> All right. So. Smacking my lips. Cypress. You uh-huh. win a very fancy cupcake. It's uh, it's in its own little protective casing. And uh, it functions. Actually, no. The other group decided that it's funnier to not know what these things can do until you <laughs> go to use them. That's what they decided and okay, I kind yeah. of agreed that that's hysterical. So, um you all that all that I can really tell you is that you have to eat the whole cupcake for the uh effect to take effect. Okay. Okay. Yeah, fancy cupcake. Yep. And I've got to make sure <laughs> that, that I make a note. Uh Cypress consumables. Now, uh, as you guys uh, kind of step back from the the fervor and frenzy uh, that is the cupcake eating contest, um, you notice a um, a woman sitting with uh, some friends. She's sitting on a swing. She's under a pear tree, and she's strumming her lute. She keeps kind of looking at you guys, and she kind of smiles to herself and goes back to playing her lute. And uh, she is a gnome. I can tell you that. And yeah, you can go in and talk to her if you would like. It's entirely up to you. I'll talk to the gnome. To the gnome? All right. Yeah. <clears throat> While I change my dice because they're so terrible. <laughs> okay. We'll test them here in a second and see how you did. Mm, with your yeah. next with your next pick. 
Uh, so you head over to where she's quietly strumming her lute. Think of it as like lo-fi beats. That's what she's putting nice. out. Uh, and she is, uh, you know, just hanging out with a, a few friends. Everybody's kind of sitting around in a circle, relaxing. Some people are eating pears picked from the tree. You're offered one. However, you just came from the cupcake eating contest. Yeah. No do you thanks. want to accept a pear or do you want to say no thanks? Um, I'll accept the pear. Can I, t- can I take it for later? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Oh my God. I found the best dice. Oh my God. These are cool. <laughs> okay. Good. All right. She introduces herself as Ellie Wick Tumblestrom. And uh, she Ooh. remarks on how wonderful it is to meet you. And uh, she kind of notices that you are with Rain. And Rain, you and Elliewick Tumblestrom um, may not be friendly exactly, but you give each other, uh, you know, lots of space. She also um, is, well, she doesn't really work for the carnival, but she travels with the carnival. And uh, she okay. seems to come and go as she pleases. You never know when you're going to see her or what she's going to be up to uh, when she does reappear. We tolerate each other. Exactly. Yeah. Like you, you've come to accept that the other exists. And that's about all that you guys need to do in, in terms of how friendly you are. Uh, she keeps a very small, very tight circle. And if you are not in that very tight, very small circle, uh, she doesn't really bother with a whole lot. And uh, that's... That's really kind of all that there is. It's just kind of meeting Ellie Wick Tumblestrom and, uh, you know, perhaps sitting and, and listening to a few songs and maybe having a, you know, small, you know, inconsequential chat with her, that kind of stuff. Nothing really too crazy uh, for you guys when you sit down uh, to chat with Ellie Wick Tumblestrom. Um, some of the people, however, in her uh, group um, want to know if you guys have been to the Swan Gold Gondola Rides. The Swandala rides. Not yet. Nope. <laughs> nope. Um, she suggests that you go because, uh, well, you have never, you have not talked philosophy until you have talked philosophy with a swan. Uh, all right. And that's kind of as vague as she leaves it. So we should go there and. Wait, sw- the swans talk? And I guess I'm a bunny person. Yeah. Um. Yes, of course they do. Oh, why wouldn't a swan oh, sorry. Why wouldn't a swan so talk? Sorry. Why wouldn't a why swan sorry. philosophy? <laughs> why yeah. philosophy? Just seems to be what they're into. Burley actually uh, spends a lot of time there with the swans, which we all find quite interesting. Talking oh, philosophy? Talking philosophy, apparently, yeah. Huh. That's what we said. Huh. <laughs> Interesting cat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Philosophical swans. Yeah, this could be interesting. I wonder, um... Yeah, all right. So you guys want to head over to the swan rides? Kinda. Kinda? I don't know. I mean, it sounds kind of boring. Uh-huh. <laughs> you never know. They might. I'm kind be. of excited. Uh, they're just going to be like, so what do you think about what happens to your soul when you die? 
something. Yeah, and then we we all get off the ride and we've had an like, existential well, crisis. Right. <laughs> guess I'll go fly a dragonfly. <laughs> I guess I'll do that later. Whatever. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As you approach, uh, you get a better look at the swans uh, than you had when you were floating in your bubble kind of haphazardly all over the uh, the carnival. And these swans are enormous. Huge. Uh, they glide through the water, pulling these ornate wooden gondolas behind excuse me, behind them. And they are draped in the sweetest smelling flowers you've ever smelled in your entire life. Like, they don't even seem like they could possibly be real. They smell that good. Uh, and then the swans disappear into banks of silver mist as they wake their way down the river, which goes all the way around the witch-like carnival. And uh, the... Um, swans uh, you know kind of go back and forth and they come and they go and, and all of that kind of stuff and one um, comes to the end of the jetty which is right in front of where Liam is standing and um, she approaches and she kind of bows her head a little bit and says hello no how do I want to do it hello my name is Federine you may call me Irene for short if you must but I prefer Featherine. Would you like to go on the gondola ride around the Witchlight Carnival? Is she saying it to everyone? Well, Liam is right there, so I don't know yeah, if anybody, so just... everybody else is there. Uh, I don't know. Let me ask my friends. All right. I oh, mean, over there. Okay. I'm not going to wait guys, for guys, very guys. long. I mean, I have a very busy swan gondola ride, you know. I want to go. I want to talk. You smell good too, Mrs. Swan. Oh, well, thank you. That is very nice of you to say. Let's will go, we all fit? Yes, of course you will fit. Why would not you fit? Have you seen the size of this gondola? It is huge. Trust me, I pull it around all day. I know exactly how big. You will fit. Can we all fit in one? Yes, of course. Alright. Alright. I would like to ride. Fantastic. I have room for all of you. And lucky it is early in the evening. I still have full speed. You're going to love this. So everybody climbs into the gondola and takes their seat. And it's a little bit rocky when you first get in there. But you quickly, you know, kind of adjust to how the gondola sits in the water. And mm -hmm. uh, and you're off. You kind of head in uh, this direction. You go down this way. And, uh, you know, under this little bridge here. And it's right around the carousel when, uh, you know, you guys are very much still relaxing. This is a great relaxing thing to do after that cupcake eating contest. And uh, Featherine, you know, um, just seems to be kind of bobbing along. And she takes a good hard look at the carousel. And she kind of looks over her, I guess not really over her shoulder, but she kind of looks back at you guys and she goes... I have a question for you. Okay. We might have answer. All right. It is a big question. I enjoy big questions. I'm not good with philosophy. Yes. Well, you know what? You may have many thoughts because you know what? In my, in my experience, it is those who are more wise than intelligent that really have good conversations. To be completely honest, I do not understand why anybody would waste any time with someone who is not wise, you know? Okay. <laughs> All right. And she goes, <laughs> no, okay. And she goes, 
in a world full of magic, this is a question that I have. Does time truly exist, or is it simply illusion? Like magic. What do you think? What are your thoughts on this? Can I go back in time and win the cupcake eating contest? I mean, yes, in a world that was full of magic, all of these things would be possible. This is what I am saying. Is time simply a construct when it comes to magic? Is it something that you can manipulate that way in a world without magic? I mean, time, it would be linear, or linear, no? No. See, why not, honestly? I mean, you cannot. Because, but we live in, but we do live in a world of magic. This is very yeah. true. Yes, that is what I'm asking. Do you think that time is real, or do you think it is simply an illusion that we just simply deal with and live with? Mm. Uh, it's not something that's real, but it's something that governs how our lives are. Oh, so it is. It is. What you are saying is that it is illusion, and that it is simply something that helps us deal with daily lives. And so I, don't, yeah. I think without it, we'd be we'd go crazy. Without time, you think this is true? Well, I think we. Perhaps society has made it so that we have to track time in order to stay sane. Yes, so you agree that that time would be illusion. Kind of. Yes, yeah. the well, time yeah. is illusion. Hmm. Yes. Time is real. We age. Yes, but do you, do, you, do you age because of time or do you age simply because you are born? These are questions. You get older. Yes. So time passes we age. It's real. Yes, but you see, what what is here is my here is where I keep getting tripped up, right? The, the the thing that I keep getting tripped up on is this. In a world of magic, where time can be manipulated, if you have the right knowledge, she looks at you, Apple, and says, "It is entirely possible that you could simply stop aging. Therefore, time does not matter." Maybe. How would I stop aging? Stop the passage of time. This is not about stopping passage of time. It's simply about manipulation of time. And if time can Maybe be manipulated, time... does not that much get an illusion? Like time travel. Yes, something along those lines. Maybe it's a different type of magic. A different type. So time itself is magic. See, this is, a, this is why I like to have these conversations. This is something that I have not really thought of. I enjoy this. Time is not magic. Time is a constant. Whether you are time traveling, you're still you still would be returning to the same point. Or I suppose you could try to return to a future point, but you might meet yourself coming, and you don't know what would happen. Yes, but I mean, you know, Ryan, much like you, you simply showed up at Carnival and you did not leave. So what happens if you time traveled to Carnival and you just decided to not leave? Would that not make the time simply an illusion? Oh, uh, I showed no, no, no. I showed up because I, you know, I ran away. Yes, I know, but you that you still stayed, right? You still stayed at Carnival, so you are not returning to your point of okay. origin. No, because that is past. Right. This is what I am saying. So, if you were to travel back, then that would make time simply illusion, right? Even if I traveled back. I would remain this current age that I've become 
because of the passage of time. Yes, but would you not rather be able to perhaps return home and find things had not changed? No. So you would prefer I that? I ran away because of the way things were. Right. If they didn't change, there's no point to me going back home. Right. But what if you needed to be there to your home yeah. to make sure that things changed? What if perhaps you running away was the thing that did not allow things to change in your home? What do you think of that? No, I don't think that would be possible. You do not think this is possible? Sorry. Right. No. Okay. My mother's too stubborn to make the passage of time stop. Oh, well, you know, stubbornness would be able to take to stop time, I think. <laughs> she looks over at Liam. Kind of points her beak towards you and says, How do I know you exist? How do I know that you are real and not simply figment of imagination? <laughs> Can I reach her? Yeah, I, of course. I, I lean over to Liam. I'm like, punch her in the face. No, no, no. <laughs> no violence. Uh, wow. know you exist. I'll make a beautiful compromise. She's a real swan, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I'm just going to pull one of her feathers out. Ouch! What would you do that for? That is a very rude, little one. It's me. I'm here. <laughs> so I know that you are real because you cause me pain? This seems very pessimistic. Yes. Well, you I asked. Hit <laughs> yourself. See if you're awake. Yes, but if you are dreaming, do you not feel pain? No. no. Is pain not universal experience? No. Mm, I don't know, actually, about that one. Depends on the type of pain. Depends on the nature of the pain. Cyrus is looking at her hands. Am I real? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. No, no, no. This should be causing See, this is you. This I was worried about. Yeah. It should be causing <laughs> you like some level of distress. Like there has to be something in these yeah. conversations that you've never thought of before. I know that I'm terrible at bullshitting philosophy. I apologize for that. But um, yeah, she's oh, pretty good. She has enough so... to uh, definitely have you guys kind of questioning things. It's kind of like a mind bend when you're when you're chatting with Featherine. But as you come down here towards like where the, the ticket booth is, uh, you can hear the music coming from the calliope. And when you guys came in, the calliope was f f like rocking. Think of the happiest song that you could think of. And that's the level of joy that the calliope had. Now it's almost like somebody took the dial and turned it back a couple of clicks. So it's not quite as happy. It's not mournful. It's not, you know, middle of the road. It's not just meh. It's still happy leaning, but it's not as joyful as it was when you guys first arrived at the carnival. And she says, listen, you know, you have given me thoughtful answers to my very deep questions here today. So I think that there is room for you know, lightness in certain conversations, and I can think of nothing lighter to talk about than a little bit of delicious gossip. Are you ready to hear some delicious gossip? Always. Okay. Always. Yes. So, have you heard about Candlefoot, the mime? Yeah, I do. Uh -huh. uh, yeah, I do. Yes, well, of course, you know him, so I'm sure you know what happened. And you know about his attempt to propose to the mermaid palasha palasha mm -hmm. she kind of says yes. it like like a like 
harshly. She says the name Palasha. Like, who does Palasha think she is? Mermaid. Give me a break. And uh, she goes, you know, it was the most unusual thing the other night. We all saw it. And I know that everyone is still talking about it. But he was about to declare his love for Palasha. And then the words left him in a gasp. Nobody can quite figure out what happened there. He's not spoken since. And I understand that Palasha is herself very upset. Perhaps even distraught. Nobody even knows if she's going to be able to perform a little bit later tonight. That might be one worth checking out, you know. It might be a little bit fun to see if there will be a car crash or to see if she will soar with the stars. That's hard to say, you know, these things. Heartbreak. It can either make you or break you. Where does she perform? She's over at the Silver Song Lake. You know, not far from where we picked you up. By the lake? Yes. You know that seashell, the garish seashell in the middle of the lake that you saw? That is all part of her spectacle. Oh. Okay. Yes. And uh, she goes on to say, you know, you know, if you get a chance, he's usually over by the wagons, over by where, you know, the staff area is. That is where he tells me he goes anyways. And what he says is that uh, he enjoys coming to talk to me at night, you know. He says that our philosophical conversations are quite challenging and continue to sharpen his intellect. I'm happy to provide this service to Burley. But what is truly sad is that his brother Hurley is missing. Nobody knows where he disappeared to. He simply disappeared one day. Can you believe it? This is why I'm asking about time and a shifting of it and perhaps not being able to get back to where you started. Trying to figure out what happened. And I know that he misses his brother Hurley very much. But, you know, at the same time we all feel that he did not fit in very much so perhaps he simply ran away from the carnival instead of running to it. Hey, Rain? Mm-hmm. Yep. It is truly hard to say. Mm -hmm. right. And as the uh, ride continues around, she points out a couple of other uh, things, the Pixie Kingdom, which you guys had already been to, and she, you know, raved about Biscuit and uh, Pinecone and making sure that you guys take in uh, specifically the ride with Pinecone because he's such a joyful little beast, as she refers to him. Um, but uh, you all have impressed Fitherine, um, which is good news for later. I just need to make a quick note. Give me a second. I've got to make a little note. Thank God for post-it notes. I'm not going to be able to drop that accent now. Um, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah, I'll start doing it too. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry. I was trying to, and you guys couldn't see it, but I was like holding a fake cigarette the whole time. It just felt very appropriate. Nice. <laughs> to be sitting yeah. here, you know, waxing full yeah. of philosophical, you know, it seems like thoughts you'd have at 3 a.m. while drinking cheap wine and smoking good cigarettes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Um, okay. Uh, what was the note I was making? Um, oh, right. We like well, feathering. Or feathering pressed. likes us. Yes. Feathering, yeah. We impressed her. Swandala, uh, the Swandala rides. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's what he called it earlier too. Yeah, yep. 
Yeah. Uh, so it, it uh, brings you back to uh, the jetty there, and uh, you guys are able to disembark. Uh, Featherine says, you know, I wish you well. And they hope that you figure out if time is illusion or not. If you get to bottom of it, make sure you come back to see Featherine. I would be interested to hear what you have to say. We will. Mm-hmm. I wish you very well and nothing but happiness and success. Thank you. And same to you. Yeah, you're very welcome. Bye, Featherina. And thank you so much. It is just Featherine. No, there's no eh. Featherine. <laughs> thank you so much. Eh. Yeah, there's no eh. <laughs> it was her, like, clearing her throat. There is no eh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Where would you like to go to next? Um... Mm. You said Burley was nearby, or was that over by the staff area? Over by the staff area. What's this Stonehenge looking? Um. Yeah, I think that that's just a, an unnamed area on the map. Just decoration park yeah. area. Will we go to the carousel? No, carousel. It's boring. Look at those dragonfly rides. Wouldn't you rather do that? <laughs> yeah, where's dragon? Yeah, let's do that. Dragonfly I mean, rides. Go in the you air? can take, go in a carousel in real life. <laughs> yes. We go in the air? Yeah, but the horses are probably alive or something. Yes, is there something that is magical that happens okay, at the carousel? Yes, I do not want yeah. to be too specific. I am just saying that something magical happens there. Um, okay. They look like unicorns. I have just they noticed do. that it is uh, after uh, 6 o'clock, so it's after 10 o'clock for you guys. Are you guys okay to go through yeah. the carousel ride, or do you want to end here and pick up at the carousel? Entirely up to you guys. Uh, end here, please. End here? Okay. Pick up next time, yeah. You got it. And I will not be here in two weeks. Okay, so we are down Cynthia. Okay. No yeah, problem. I'm on vacation, so gotcha. I'm away. I should be on vacation. Oh, man. Which means I will be here. Oh, okay, sweet. <laughs> the 18th? Yeah, I'm here on the 18th. Okay, perfect. All right. Yeah, we're going away, so. Okay. Yeah, that's great. Nice. All right, uh, but this is where we are going to wrap it up this week for Wizards and Wine and the Wild Beyond the Witchlight. You know, we really took the Gondola Swan rides this time around, and it was quite fun. We went to the Bubble Pop Teapot. We went to the Hall of Illusion. We had a little bit of shenanigans. We saw people fall down laughing for no good reason. It was a good game. <laughs> uh, ladies, thank you so much. <laughs> for showing up and being here. I really appreciate it. Uh, we were just going to let you keep going. Yeah, I know you were. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I can sense that now, uh, by the way. Uh, what I'm trying to say is uh, thank you for tuning in for The Wild Beyond the Witchlight with Wizards and Wine. Uh, these are the Halifax Girls. This coming Monday, uh, we get into our second session with the Las Vegas table. Uh, so we're looking forward to that again. And uh, for you, just a reminder, we are Wizards and Wine. Always drink responsibly. Always carry a D20, because you never know when you're going to need initiative. <laughs>